Hello, welcome to the Red Devils report coming from after our um, first Champions League game that we're covering. Uh, well, we say we're united till we die and we'd have to be to be watching that, Darren, wouldn't we? Yeah, absolutely, Ted. Jesus, that was a hard watch, man. Yeah. Um, we, we, we again this evening turned into Moments FC, didn't we? Yeah, oh, 100%. Um, the, first, the first goal we scored was a lovely team goal and I was like, I, and it was similar to the last game against these, I know we didn't score in the first half against these, but it looked like at the end of the game, we turned it on, like the end of the first half, we turned it on yeah. and I was like, we're going to come out here now and we're going to, we're going to rock it through Full these in this days. second half. Yeah. yeah. And just no, no such luck at all. No. And, and I mean, it's not even that we're not like, we didn't create chances, you know, we didn't obviously in the, in the home leg or in the, in the in game, game we three, we we created a lot more and the keeper was busier and stuff like that. Other than the goals tonight, we created very little. Yeah. You know, you see Donny at the end there nearly nicks it for us. Now I've got to tell you, I did feel like I felt like a really bad person watching it because I was like, you know what, we've done these up like an absolute kipper at Old Trafford and, and we're about to do it to them again. And that almost ended up three two and they don't deserve it because we haven't been good enough over the over the two games against no. these. You know, to get to come away with four points um, from the two games that we played against Atlanta, we are absolutely blessed. Yeah, well, we played one good half against out of four, you know, and yeah. came away with yeah. four points. Now, that being said, I would have loved if, if Donny was the one that, you know, made that, like, got that little yeah. goal at the end. Like, it would have been insane to just see him, you know, after all that, you know, he's not going to play and not getting any game time for him to be able to come on because even even Ronaldo's goal he was involved in that as well like the second goal he was involved in that to an extent as well um and it's just it just shows like when he's on he can do something why isn't he getting on more he, he definitely contributed a lot more you know when he came on um than than what was on the pitch you know what oh, I mean um, and, and you can see like you can see there's an urgency about him. You can see the kid wants to do well. Like watching Paul Pogba is literally like pulling teeth. Mm. You know, he, he just he's dragging his heels. He's like a petulant fucking child. You know, he's rolling around, he's not getting free kicks. He's playing football inside his own 18-yard box. You're just like, pal, what are you fucking doing? Yeah. You know, and, and I suppose like at this stage, United fans are just sick of him. Yeah, you know, no. I, I personally just when when I, this when this season started, I was kind of thinking, ah, he looks like he's kind of pulled the finger out now, and if he starts playing like this, we've got Ronaldo in, and he's starting to play well. As like, if he keeps this, you know, this tempo up, and yeah. I'm not saying he has to be brilliant every game, but if he keeps no. the desire up, I'd keep him. But it's you can already see it's gone. Like we are one nil down, and he's trying to play flicky passes around in our in our box, loses the ball, and thank God Eric Boye flung himself across the box and yeah. blocked it, because that, that would have been 2-0 down. He had a decent game tonight, Eric Boye did. Um, yeah, he, he kind of always does, doesn't he? Like, he comes in, has a decent game, and then you won't see him again for a see, couple of weeks. My, my problem with Eric is not necessarily the injury problem. My problem is he's either a 9 out of 10 or a 2 out of 10. There's no middle ground with him. He's either yeah. really good or shocking. You True. know, and tonight, he, he was good, in fairness to him. He was good. He was solid. Um, obviously, you've got the second goal. But again, as we spoke about it just before we come on here, like that's Harry. That's Harry playing uh, Zapata on. And, you know, boy, he had him offside. Um, and it's Harry that's a little bit too deep and, and plays him onside. 
and it makes it look like positionally boy hasn't done his job but in actual fact it's Maguire who's who's not got high enough in the line and yeah. that's cost us that second goal he's not high, he's not high enough in the line he's meant to be our captain he's meant to be you know the one dictating yeah. you know the back line he's out of position playing this man yeah. on side and then when he does play him on side the difference between where that ball lands and where Zapta is and where Maguire is you know Maguire should be I know he, he's not the quickest guy in the world but like he should be getting there before that that Zapta yeah. boy and he should be putting that out of play and he just doesn't he's he's not aware he's and I don't know I know you were saying before is he picking an in as he picked up a bit of an injury and he's trying to play through it maybe but like there's certain things that aren't just injury that there's an awareness and a you know, understanding of what you should be doing that he just doesn't he, seem to be having at the moment. Yeah, he did. If I suppose the the injury thing, and not to harp on about it, I don't think he looks one hundred percent fit. And I think when you're not one hundred percent fit, your concentration can be a bit lacking. Yeah, and I, from my point of view, he looks like a guy that's nodding off a little bit, and maybe that's because he's not quite as sharp as where he needs to be. You know, like even in his first couple of years, you know, when he was playing good, like we didn't really rest him. Because yeah. he's one of those players that has to play week on week on week to get form and to keep fitness, and because he's a big guy, and and I feel like when he missed a couple of weeks, he just hasn't managed to get back to where he wanted to be, you know. Um, yeah. And I suppose we haven't had um, an awful lot of time. It's been game, game, game. Yeah, you know? I, I think the lot the loss of Iran early in the first half was also um, a bit of a contributing factor because I think he had it in his head he was still playing three cent, yeah. like three at the back. Even with yeah. Varane, even though Varane had been gone for what nearly forty minutes at that point, I think he still had yeah. it in his head that Varane was going to get over there and cover. And before he went off, Varane had zapped out like in his pocket, really. Yeah. So every time the ball came near between the two of them, he he, he forced him out wider. He just booted it out of play. He wasn't getting much out of Varane. And, and I mean, he was clever enough to not get roped into being on top of meter. That yeah. if he did turn, he was turning into him rather than turning him. Yeah, exactly. You know, I felt like Boy and, and Maguire kept getting too close. And that's what Zappada wanted because if you see him from the first leg, he rolled, you know, one of the boys in the first leg. And, and that's when De Gea made the double save. It was Lindelof he rolled. And he rolled him with ease. And you're just thinking, like, don't get so close. That's skill boy stuff. Start, give me a yard. Put your hand on his back so you know where he is, but you're not going to be rolled in that type of manner, you know? Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you, though, that Boy had a, a great game here. Um, Barring that, the goal and I think I, I, I'd agree with you I think he could have been a little bit more aware that the player was running off the back of him but yeah. in his mind he he looks across and he goes well there's Luke Shaw there's me left back and yeah. he's he's in line with me and this boy's offside and then Maguire's playing them on yeah. by a good bit so I and, think he, I think overall I think he's probably our, I, I would say the best player we had on the pitch today I know Ronaldo bagged two but I, I would say that Boye is definitely arguably up there Boy, he had a he did have a good game. The only thing I will say is, um, and about that goal as well is, I'd like to see the Hay do better on it. Come out. Um, I think he's got to get out and narrow that angle a lot quicker and make it easy, make it uh, make it harder for for Zapata to actually like he's 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 clung onto his line there. Yeah. That allows Zapata to get closer and closer and closer, and the target is still as big as it, as it has been when he started the run. Whereas yeah. if he gets out. And he narrows the angle and he's got the arms out. He's kind of spread eagle or something like that. He's got to try and get away past him. And I just think he's a bit too static on the line there to, have, to be honest with you. I, th I think that's always a bit of a problem with him though, isn't it? He's very, he's more of a, a shot stopper his, than a... His position is too, is too deep. Yeah. You know, and that's something 
especially if if you know we're going to press and um, which we, we did in stages there was stages and there was stages obviously on on saturday and there was stages tonight where we pressed but there was then other stages where we dropped off and allowed them to have the ball in certain areas which was obviously part of the plan but when we press he's got to get 20 yards higher up the pitch yeah. you know he's got to be outside that 18 yard box and and because again it compresses the space that's in behind and it yeah. means when that ball comes over the top he's there he's not trying to get there and, yeah. and it just makes it so much easier for the center backs and stuff like that you know and the and the wing backs it would yeah but i think there's possibly a lack of confidence in what's in front of him is making him say i don't want to come out because if i'm if i'm out slightly too far the boys are already beaten. I, I don't think if you put fucking, you know, if you put the four best defenders of all time in front of me, come out. I just think he's not that kind of keeper. Yeah, he's never. Yeah, true. You know, that, that that is a point. That's that, where I think maybe that's where I think maybe you know the likes of a Henderson or a Heaton might yeah. be slightly better at, at compressing that space and getting further forward, and and it, again even communicating things better from behind so that. As a centre back, like if if the Hay is doing his job right, he should see that Maguire is out that line. Yeah, screaming at him. And he should be saying, Harry, step, step, get up, get up. You know? So yeah. it does lend me to it does let me let me in on a little secret that maybe that that's not happening either. You know, that, yeah. that, that makes the communication coming from behind. Because the eyes and ears of the team have to be have to come from the back, not yeah. from not from that back row. It comes from from the, the head because he sees everything in front of him, you know. And like I, I've seen it in my own, like I've seen it when I'm playing football for years. I'd get a game at time over somebody that might be a better shot stopper because I communicated better. I was a talker. I was loud. Guys would hear me, and 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 a manager would say, you know what, he can organise this side better than the other lad can, and yeah. that's more important to us than the one or two shots that he might not get. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, so, you, you are right. Yeah, I think. There was a lot of other problems though as well. Like Pogba was insanely poor the whole game. He yeah, should have yeah, been. Yeah, man. It's like it's like playing with ten men. Yeah. Um. I I think Shaw had an all right game. There was a lot of early fouls. Um. Given against Shaw, and they were very light. I mean, he's you know he, he, you're nudging into the guy and he's fallen over as if he'd been shot. And I think the ref got conned a lot in that game on on Shaw's side anyway. He does. He does look a little bit over eager at times, though. I'll say, and I mean, towards the end there, one of the tackles was poor enough that he could have maybe seen a yellow. Um, that's that's kind of standard for him, though. The know, later you get into the game, he he seems to lose steam and he makes those rash tackles. Yeah, but just, like he got a foot on top of the ball and 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 the studs rolled over the ball and onto the ankle of the Atlanta player. Yeah, and they were having a little peep at it. I thought, oh, he could be in trouble here. Um, yeah, there, there was a know, few very there was a few very early ones like in the first half where um, like honestly, yeah, if you saw your if you saw your kid go down getting touched like that in a game of football, you'd be going out and you'd be picking up by the scruff of the neck, going get up like get up. if you're playing football like that, you're not playing at all. Come on, we're going home. Like yeah. they were very very like they were the lightest of touches, and I was like, don't know about this. Like it, that's three fouls now you've given against them, and that's going to be in your head. As a as a yeah. ref, like if I see one or two more of them, he's getting a yellow, and you're just kind of um, thinking none of them are fouls. Like, and if even if I see him in a 50-50, I probably decide to think, was that 50-50 uh, or is he just being a swine again? 
yeah, and he's had enough. Of, he's had enough fails. I was kind of just looking at it, and you could, even the commentators were kind of saying, it, uh, "Some of these are, you know, these aren't fouls at all. I don't know what this refs at." Um, yeah. De Gea was very poor for the first goal as well. I know he's. I think he sees the shot late, but you'd still expect him to to clean that one up as well. Yeah, he should. Yeah, there there is the element of it arriving a little bit late, but again, as you say, like the expecting to be beaten by. Probably not. Not if he's as we think he is one of the top keepers in the world. He stops that for me. Yeah. You know, he gets a hand on it all right. I think I, I think it's just I think he sees it a little bit late and it just kind of gets yeah, a hand he, to it, but not enough. If if you're a goalkeeper and you're getting a hand on a ball, it shouldn't go in. Yeah, you know because if you do, either your hand wasn't strong enough, in which case you got chocolate fucking wrists. So you know you need to go and have a look at yourself. But. Other than that, like, you know, he's got to really, really get a little bit more on that and get a bit more of his body behind the ball. Yeah. And uh, to make sure it doesn't, that he's not just reaching like he was. And and listen, don't, don't get me wrong, the, the ball is moving a little bit as well and he sees it late. So it's not it's not as easy as it as it would seem. But I just think if he's if he's on top form, you know, he should save. Yeah, I I think, yeah, I I think that's fair. I think in the form he's been in recently, which is strange to say, considering how many goals we've conceded, you'd expect yeah. them to be stopping that. You know, that's uh, yeah. It, it's not it's not an easy one to stop. It looks a lot easier sitting here watching it, but it's definitely not as easy as it looked. But uh, we move on from the the bad of the game, and we move on to the good. Um, yeah. The first goal was just was something else. The the quick passing, and then I'll tell you now when that ball went into Bruno, I was I'd have put the house on him striking that and he just takes it and just lays it back because he's he's on the shoulder of the defender and yeah the defender might get a foot across but nine times out of ten you get the ball in that position that close to the net you're welling it at the bottom corner and hoping for the best and the, I think it's, I think it's a clever touch it is that's what I mean the, the idea to just flick that yeah. back and then Ronaldo with the and silkiest the of touches thing, as well the good thing is that he doesn't feel the need to try and strike it yeah and, and be the hero or be the guy who got the, you know, he goes, you know what? I don't need it. He go, you, you knock it away. It, it's as good. It all scoring, be it me, you or the guy down the road. It's a goal. I'm yeah. not. you know, And that's what you want from players. You know, yeah. we've seen that a lot from, from the top teams over the last couple of years that it's not about who gets the goal. It's about how many goals they get as a, as a team, you know, and that's. You work and call. Yeah, but at United, it looks the opposite at times. It's all about, now, you know, yeah. I want to score and I want to be the man. And, you know, like Pogba at times can be extremely greedy. Um, and everything's about him trying to get the shot off and stuff like that. And at times, Bruno can be like that. But, you know, he, he definitely, tonight, um, he put that ball in a play for Ronaldo, which, you know, it was yeah. it was needed. Yeah, I, th- I think Ronaldo's first touch as well was something else. Um, he's yeah. inside the box and you're expecting him to strike it straight away, but he takes a small little touch. And if he puts too much on that touch, it's straight into the keeper's arms or into the oncoming defender. It's just enough to get it out of his feet, but not so much that either of them can commit fully to it without being likely to give away a penalty. And then he just blasts it straight into that top corner. Um, that That's one of the better goals I've seen us score. Um, as you've said before, we're usually quite moments FC, whereas yeah. that, was a, that was a good team goal. Um, there was another silky looking play as well with between Bruno Pogba and Ronaldo uh, Pogba puts it up and Ronaldo heads it just just slightly off target 
and that would have been a lovely goal as well. But it's the second goal that's the real yeah, standout, it isn't it? Probably the only. It was probably the only worthwhile thing Pogba did in the night. Was oh the yeah. Ball. Um, but it is a. There's a little bit on it. If there is a lot on it, yeah. There's more on it than you need yeah. to in that position. It needs to be lofted. It needs to be chipped. Whereas he's really gone at it a little bit too much, you know. Yeah. Um, and there's a bit too much kind of a kind of pace on it for Ronaldo to even have time to direct it. Yeah, it's know? just get your head on it and hope that it gets towards the net, like sort of thing. Uh, yeah. It's the it's the second goal though. That's the real standout, isn't it? Again, it's it's a late strike here. Um, as you said earlier. <laughs> Atalanta are hard done by here. Um, both games, Ronaldo pops up late. Um, but this one is just something special. And they're so very different, the goals, you know? Yeah. Like, one's a header where he's out jumping a couple of centre-backs. Um, and then tonight is a ball that's kind of, you know, it's not a great touch from Greenwood and it's kind of falling away from him. And the next minute, Ronaldo just hits it. Um, and, and I think, obviously, he scored the goal the weekend, which was another volley again very similar in the vein that it's a little bit off the outside of his right foot because it's arcing back in towards the goal yeah. on, on that side. Um, two very similar strikes, obviously from completely different positions, but two very similar strikes. And I, I watched the um, I watched the game at Spurs at the weekend and they spoke, I can't remember who was in the studio, and they spoke about how he let the ball drop as low as possible. Yeah. You know, and how that was a much cleaner strike on the ball. And he did the same tonight. Like that ball is almost on the ground when he decides to come through on it. But you can see it doesn't, it doesn't, the height, it doesn't go up and dip. It just kind of moves at the same height all along. He struck it really well and it just arcs his way into that bottom corner off the outside of the rifle. It's a cracking finish, man. Really, yeah, really. Like an arrow into that bottom corner. And as you said, he, he keeps it, he lets it get down very low to the ground, which makes it all that yeah. bit harder for the keeper because he doesn't need to just get across the net. Now he needs to sit down as well. Because with the with the dropping of the ball like that again with the one from Spurs as well, it's so easy to hit it a little bit early and score it. And you've yeah. seen so many players do it. So to be able to get his knee over it like that and to be able to let it drop and have the confidence to to be very patient about it rather than snatching at it and just you know just believing in the way you strike the ball, you know, there's there's a lot to be said for it. Yeah, it's 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 a quality quality goal, and you know. That that's a that is moments FC that one. The first goal is a team goal. That one is just pure. If you don't have Ronaldo or Messi or you know the likes of Lewandowski, someone with that confidence and that you know, not even just experience, but the confidence to, and like composure in themselves to say, "I'm gonna let this drop all the way down." Because you've, you've probably about you've probably about five to ten players in the world that will score that goal. Yeah, and you've mentioned three or four of them. Yeah, you know, like, you probably add in the likes of Benzema, maybe someone like that, you know. Yeah, but, but otherwise, um, you're snatching yeah. early at it, aren't you? And you're going to, you might still score it now. You snatch it that early, you could ping it into the top corner or whatever, but you have a higher chance of pinging that over the bar and back into the, the back stands up the top in the nosebleed sections than you do from putting it in the back of the net. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, not not a great, not a great performance, but I mean. A vital point. It's a it's a vital result because the difference between that scoring that goal and not scoring that goal is third in the table and first in the table. So we're still in first now, rather than being down in third. Um, still in first. We've got young boys to come at home, which should be a gimme. Yeah, if you yeah. if you win that, you should be safely through. Really, shouldn't that you? Gives you? That gives you ten plus your away game at Villarreal. 
Now, if you look at it at the minute, Villarreal have, have seven as well. Yeah. So Villarreal need to beat us or beat Atlanta to get to 10. You know, and we still, let's say they beat us. They end up on 10. We end up on 10. And then it's down to the game against Atlanta with them. If they draw, Atlanta can't reach the 10 that we have. Yeah. You know, so I'd say that point tonight will nearly guarantee us passage. I would think so, yeah. Because if you get past young boys and put yourself onto 10, and then the last game is us versus um, Villarreal. Um, if Villarreal have already rolled over at Atlanta and we're both on 10, nobody can catch us. The, it's been, you see, the problem is um, our next game is Villarreal. Oh, is it? Oh, sorry, our next one's Villarreal, yeah. So. Our next one's Villarreal. So if Villarreal Beatles, they could be on 10. Yeah. And then we could be on 7. And if Atalanta have beaten young boys, boys. Atalanta are on 8. Yeah, and will, so, will so the likes of Villarreal go out strong against Atalanta knowing that they've well, essentially if they, qualified? If, if they get a draw, 11 points tops the group for them. And, and Atlanta finish on nine and we nick second place with 10 with a win against young boys. But if Villa, if Atlanta were to beat Villarreal then, we, it'd be down to goal difference between us and Villarreal. Yeah, so I suppose they can't really rest on their laurels there either. No, they really can't. Like a draw in Spain would be massive. Yeah, um, that'd be the best result for us. But I did, well, obviously a win would be the best result. And- a, win would be, a win would put it to bed, but a, a draw for us in Spain kills kills Villarreal off a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, it dampens them down. It means they have to be Atalanta to get second, which means then Atalanta are less likely to end up with with um, with 11 because obviously, you know, Villarreal beating them would leave them on eight. You're, you're assuming they're going to take the points off. Young boys, uh, we're assuming we're going to take them as well. So <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that's it. So there's, um, there's a few variables and permutations and stuff like that, but like ultimately, that point tonight is could be the difference between us getting through this group and not. Yeah, and I mean, you know, as the old saying goes, and I'm not saying I think we're going to win it, but you can't win the Champions League if you don't get out of the group stages, as the old saying goes. So, absolutely, and you'd be amazed how many, you know, how many teams over the years, if you look back at the at the records and stuff like that, how many teams have just scraped out of a group and all of a sudden gone on a run, and you know, just picked up. Bit of momentum, um, on, on those those um two legged affairs can be tough games, but but they can be easy to get through a toy because you don't yeah. have that variable of losing a game and being out of a competition. Yeah, you know, you two chances better teams, at it. Better teams usually get through on a on a two legged affair. You know, that probably doesn't sound good for us because we're not a great team at the minute. No, but um, we might create an awful lot of moments in 180 minutes. That's the problem for others. Yeah, and as you said, like one good half, one good half out of four here has got us yeah. a win and a draw. You know, you do um, that for, you do that for the rest of the tournament. You get through and you win and you draw, win and you draw. That's you through the tournament the whole way. Like, and you've got Ronaldo looking at maybe the golden boot in this Champions League because he's got five and four. He's yeah, looking and, to add to his personal total, and if he's thinking he could win the Champions League with United, with the state we're in at the minute. Like that'd go up there with winning the Euros with Portugal, I think. Oh yeah, easily. And I mean, it's it's it, this is his tournament, really, isn't it? You know, yeah. no nobody's touching him in this tournament if he can get no. going. Um, yeah. this is what he's he's built for. You know, at the, at this point in his career, it's not. 
he's not there for every game of the season. He's there for these big moments that you need him, and he'll get you through ties that you need him to get get you through. Yeah. Uh, well, we roll on to a tough game now on the weekend with City, um, and it looks like Varane is possibly out for that as well. So, could be in for a very another very rough. Uh, Premier League game on the weekend. Yeah, you're, you're, you're hoping that Lindelof is back maybe to go back to the track three or at least hoping that, yeah. Um or then I, you, know, when you put you put McTominay into the back four five, maybe. I think the plan was to play this back three with Fred and McTominay as defensive midfielders, and obviously Pogba wouldn't be playing because he has the red card. Oh, but... So then you just play Boy and Shaw either side of Maguire and let Tellez play on the left and Mamasaka on the right. Yeah, it could, could be the way that they go. Um, but Shaw played in the back five before, or sorry, in the back three before, and done well, and he done it at City. Yeah, no, and that's the thing. I think this is the plan for us going forward, especially against City anyway. And it yeah. could do well against them because they're they're defensively they're not great this season now at all. No, and and they will leave gaps at the back for us, you know. Yeah, and, and with the pace we have, with the pace, you know, Rashford was poor tonight, but. That doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be poor on Saturday, you know. Yeah, if exactly. Given another opportunity. Yeah, um, I w- I wouldn't be overly confident going in against them. I think if we'd won here and won comfortably, which I thought on the pre-show or on the preview, you'll see me say like that. I thought we were going to roll these. I didn't think we'd we'd keep a clean sheet. I said there's a mistake in us. But yeah. I thought we'd roll these by three or four. Yeah, I thought I thought we'd beat them three one. I have to say. Yeah, because um, they were quite gung ho in their approach. Yeah, but we we had a, a serious lack of quality in in um and and decision making. You know the the final balls and how we got them in and when we just decided to shoot. You know and there was a lot of bodies in the way and stuff like that. It was messy. It was a tough game, but you know if you're gonna win trophies, you gotta go and win games like that, don't you? Yeah, you do. But um, we'll leave it there for this week and win, yeah. lose or draw, we're united till we die. And you can find us obviously on the Dynamo Podcast Network under the upper tier flag. Uh, along with all the other footballing shows there, and um, the the boys are a bit in a bit better spirits than we are with their teams most of the time. But sure, hopefully we'll get back to the the glory days of of our youth, Darren. But until we'll, then, we'll, we'll knock them off their perch eventually, Ted. Don't worry about it, pal. Yeah, and hopefully we can stay there for another couple of years once we get there. But until <laughs> then, good luck. Take it easy, pal.